bidding shalom to Aunt Jemima. And now, a word from our sponsor. I know that much of the real estate of this blog, of late, has been comprised of musings and analysis, hopefully more of the latter than the former, on important and salient current topics. While COVID and racism remain crucial issues that are framing much of our day-to-day experience, I thought it would be a good momentary detour to talk about Hebrew. Don't worry. As I hope you've heard, our theme for this Shabbat tomorrow evening, led by J.B. Levine and me, is Juneteenth, when we will pray, focus our efforts on Tikkun Olam, and discover why the world is finally ready to bid farewell to Aunt Jemima. But for the moment, at least, I wanted to ask you a few questions about Hebrew. Are you aware that Hebrew ceased being a spoken language around the 4th century CE? And did you know that Hebrew as a spoken language ultimately was revived and came to be the official national language of Israel thanks almost entirely to the Jewish Enlightenment, or as it is called, Haskalah, leaders and philosophers of the 19th century? Have you ever heard of Eliezer ben Yehuda, born Eliezer Perlman in the 19th century to a Hasidic, extremely observant Jewish family? Eliezer moved to Palestine with his wife and children and changed his name to Eliezer ben Yehuda, meaning Eliezer, son of Judah, son of the Jewish people from the land historically known as Yehuda or Judah. Did you know that the Hebrew word for cold is kar, and that the Hebrew word for refrigerator is mekarer, which means cold maker? Well, how else? might one be able to create a word for a 20th century appliance from a thousands-year-old document, i.e. the Torah. Hebrew, which remained a significant part of Judaism through prayer and Torah study for centuries, eventually came to be practiced as the Lashon Kodesh, the holy tongue of diaspora Jews, This transformation from the spoken, everyday Hebrew of ancient Judah or Yehuda into a language that most communities forbid anywhere but the shul was so significant that its eventual recognition as the official language of Palestine and then Israel is is considered by many miraculous. There's so much to learn about this online. I encourage you to dig in. In the written text you'll find a great place to start, an article from My Jewish Learning. I encourage you to check it out. In the meantime, though, if you can decode Hebrew letters and vowels, and decode what that means is that you're knowledgeable enough about Hebrew to be able to sound out Hebrew letters and vowels, then you should join us for a new course that I am teaching, called Hashorish, the root of it all. With only one session behind us, 
This lunchtime online course will help you do two things. The first is to become much more fluent in the reading and the chanting of Jewish prayer. And the second is to hone the skills needed to decipher the meanings and the ideas portrayed in Jewish prayer by way of learning to identify roots, suffixes, and prefixes. We provide the text and the teaching. It takes place on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12.30 to 1.30 via Zoom. And today is only the second class. You are not too far behind to start. I promise it'll really enhance your experience as a prayer. And it's a wonderful way in to understanding Hebrew in the context of its history and in the context of the history and philosophy of the Jewish people. With tremendous love for you, from my house to yours, this is Rabbi Scott.